This is a Rooster Teeth production. The world of creepypastas is a wide one, full of stories of varying degrees of intensity, detail, and popularity. For those who don't know, they're basically internet urban legends and horror stories that gain notoriety through social media. Today, we take a look at the origin and influence behind arguably the most famous creepypasta to date, Jeff the Killer. This is Red Web. Welcome back to another Mystery Monday Task Force. It is Red Web, the show all about unsolved mysteries, true crime, cryptids, and everything in between. Today, another bread and butter piece, mystery from the internet, or a creepypasta from the internet. I'm your resident mystery enthusiast, Trevor Collins, and with me, discovering these mysteries for the very first time, lots of questions involved, and his sippy cup of knowledge, Alfredo Diaz. And I just, I just genuinely don't want anything to do with it. Why? I'll be honest. No? It's all terrifying. You don't like the name Jeffrey? Um, not if it's, well, you know, just squeezed up next to the word killer. So, <laughs> just, just gently placed. You know, just like right up on there. Yeah. Uh, why is it called a creepypasta? That's a very good question. So creepypasta is like layered internet lingo. So let me break it down. You know the copy paste function I where you highlight, it might be yeah, that. you highlight some text, you yep. copy it, you paste it, you basically duplicate it. Yeah. And so that turned into copy pasta. So pasta is just paste. And then yeah. creepy is to delineate any spooky stories of that nature. So they tend to be stories that are shared a lot on social media, i.e. they are copy-pasted uh, quite a bit. And the creepy just delineates the weird, scary. Then the internet made it to pasta. Pasta, yeah. You yeah, gotta copy eat. pasta. And then, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. I thought there'd be something else to it. No. But no, it's, yeah. It's pretty simple. <laughs> it's pretty one to one. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to say before we dive in, there are some content warnings I want to give, right? There are some self-harm and some violence mentioned in this particular episode. So do proceed accordingly. But this is all about Jeff the Killer, a very infamous creepypasta image. We're going to discuss the origin, the story around Jeff the Killer. And at the very end with our theories, we're not going to try to answer if this is real or not, because it is typically urban legend territory. We're going to try to figure out the origin of this particular image. Have you ever seen this image or heard of this at all? No. So wait, this is made up mm -hmm. as someone just copy pasta a picture to it? Basically, it's become so well known mm. that this image just made the cycles repeatedly, right? Got it just it. hit yeah. every forum, every it was website. Either a photo taken from somewhere or someone created artwork for it. And oh, yeah. Then, okay. You want me to flash to you that photo right now or you want me to dive into the deets and then show you? Flash me. All right, I'm going to flash you that photo. And for the video listeners, the image will pop up here in just a few seconds. So I want you to be braced and ready for that. As always, boom. Jesus there Christ. The Jesus <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Holy hell. I didn't even get the disclaimer. Holy mother of what? Don't show me that. Bam. Stop showing me that. Oh. What the hell? All right, Task Force. As with every image, you know this is an audio podcast, but as with every image, if you want to see it, we put it on our social media at Red Web Pod. Dude, no exaggeration. That scared me, and that face. Stop. I'm, the paper, I'm looking at put it now. The freaking I like paper it. down. Look at to the just smile. get a, to just get a glimpse of it. What the 
What <laughs> does the does the modified version on the bottom I'm not, look better? I'm not looking, I'm okay, not looking, he's not I'm looking. Not, he's not, not looking. looking. <laughs> it is freaky when you That's see a freak it. You dude. I think I've desensitized to it. I did not see that. Coming. I used to. Okay, so there's a subreddit called That's No Sleep. Surprise the hell out of me. It's where people dump their scary stories. There's all sorts of like. Why it, would it's you, hard to. That would make you not sleep even. I further. love scary stories, but I like to read them late at night when I'm terrified. So I think I've been desensitized to to this image. I've known this for quite some time. I want to know the origin of the damn image. All right, let's let's just dive into it. So, the story has been told many times, but it generally goes something like this. 13-year-old Jeff moved to a new town with his parents and brother Lou, L-I-U. On their first day at their new school, the boys waited for the bus where three bullies threatened them with knives. Jeff beat up the bullies, and when confronted by police, Lou took the blame. So his brother took the blame there. Now, while Lou was in juvenile detention, Jeff went to a party where he ran into the bullies once again. In an altercation, Jeff killed one of the bullies, and then he himself was covered in bleach and subsequently lit on fire by yet another one of those bullies. During this fight, Jeff realized he enjoyed hurting others. Jeff woke up in the hospital where he started to, quote, go insane. The doctors took the bandages off his face to reveal that his face had become permanently disfigured from these burns. He was extremely pale, with bright red lips and a leathery texture to his skin. Jeff made a comment about liking the way his face looked and then began laughing hysterically. A bit of a joker. I was say, uh, joker. Yeah, a bit of a joker origin here in, in like a modern a world. Bad of acid, but close enough. Yeah. The doctors, of course, reacted to this odd comment, but seemed to brush it off as a side effect of the medications that he had been given and then let Jeff go home. Once home, his mother caught him cutting a permanent smile into his face and burning off his eyelids. Remember, this is an urban legend. About the Joker? About Jeff, a 13-year-old who moved to a new town. Or, since a lot of, like, Joker's background is, his background's a mystery. Oh. And, you know, it's in some novels or books or movies and stuff like that. Maybe this person was inspired to write a backstory for him. Yeah, that that would make sense. This could be a, another one of those backstories that, you know, mm -hmm. you want to know how I got these scars. Pretty, and it's just yeah. different every time. Bleach. Turns out. So, yeah, he was cutting a permanent smile. So the mother then went to tell her husband that Jeff needed help. But... Jeff then unfortunately stabbed them to death before they could do anything about it. So clearly this character is taking a horrible turn to the dark side here. But Lou, the brother who had been taken to juvie for taking the fall for, for the kind of violence there, had been recently released. They woke up to Jeff murdering their parents. Jeff then looked at Lou with a devilish smile. And that's the photo we see for this creepypasta. That's the moment that Lou woke up and saw Jeff took that photo. Right, probably had this exact same reaction than I did. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. Oh, God, I, I can't even think about reacting to that photo just this is in imagine. the dead of the night. Yeah, dead of the night. I mean, I would think that it's... Oh, man, the next some line. Some kind of, like, demon. Yeah. Coming out of sleep, I think it's a demon. Dude, uh, okay. man, this is, so, our, like, this is deeply disturbing, but th this is the last line to the story so before we go into Jeff the Jeff kills the bully's parents. His own parents. His own parents, but then the boy's parents? No, I think he okay. might have pulled that one in. So okay, basically, yeah, yeah. he goes home from the hospital. He yep. starts exhibiting uh, interesting mm -hmm. things, right? 
self-harm. Uh, odd. Yeah, cuts a smile. Right. Mom sees it, goes to dad. Right. And and before and then, she can say, hey, our son needs help, yeah, he reacts he kills both of them. And, and ends them both. Right. And so that's when Lou wakes up, sees the devilish smile. That creates the infamous photo that you just reacted to. And in that moment, in the moment of this photo, mm-hmm. he's telling his brother Lou to, quote, go to sleep as he then proceeds to stab Lou to death. Jesus! Yeah. Very dark. So that is the story, the creepy pasta that has made its way around the internet. Now we're going to talk about... Uh, it's short. It's, it's relatively short, but it's basically providing some vivid backstory to an otherwise already standalone spooky image. Now we're going to talk about how this spread online as well as the rumors surrounding it and any sort of investigation that went behind this. Oh, there was an investigation behind it. A little bit. A little bit of online investigation. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. While we know that Jeff the Killer is not real, the image origin is largely debated, and some believe that the person in the image might have been real. Either way, it was likely photoshopped. But a lot of people online, whether it be for the memes, for the jokes, or or truly believing it, believe that there's some level of truth behind this entity. Now, before the image was associated with this creepypasta, the earliest known iteration came from a location known as Fileman, specifically fileman.n1e.jp, a Japanese image-sharing website. So the image preceded the story, essentially. Oh, wow. There are two different versions of this image. I showed you the slightly modified one, <laughs> and you looked away, fair enough. But there are two different ones. You saw the classic, the, the more popular. The one we know today uh, is the one that you saw. And then there's another one where the eyes are a little bit more dilated, where the pupil is much bigger, whereas the one you saw had very small pupils yeah. and a bright white eyeball. Very similar mouth, but less pulled back on the cheeks. Less smiley in that sense. Interesting. So not as exaggerated in the mouth, but mm-hmm. more exaggerated in the eyes. What if I just showed you the mouths? And then just showed you the eyes. Would it like? Would that be less creepy to not see the whole image? The eyes Fredo? are creepy. Period. Okay, I'll cover the eyes so you can see the difference in the mouth. There, I'm showing you. The bottom one is the less common one. Top one is the the more frequent one. The top one is more Joker sinister esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The bottom one is a little more, I would say, disturbing. More it's disturbing. Kind of like the shape of it. Well, I think it also just looks more real, less less altered or less photoshopped. And to yeah. that, it makes it feel more real. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Now, the eyes? Okay, here we go. Don't look just yet. I don't want to accidentally expose you to everything. All right, there's one eyes. There's another eyes. All right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, The top eyes are just... Dude, the top eyes are terrifying. They're beady little white eyes, tiny black pupils, and then surrounded by and they just look darkness. Like they're, they're just like sunken in. Like there's yeah, exactly. They look like they're sunken in. The bottom eyes look more kind like of cartoonish. cartoonish. Yeah. And it looks like there's like brown eyebrows. I thought Jesus. Sorry, I didn't mean to expose you to the- these images, man. These are creepy, gross, terrifying images. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Now, it's believed that the image with the smaller smile that we talked about came first, and then the perhaps more altered, more disturbing second image is the one that took the internet by storm. The first known appearance of the less edited image came from a post dated July 24th, 2005, with a title that is filled with 
kanji and hiragana. Uh, but to translate it into English, roughly, it says, quote, the fear of summer nights. The description also had kanji, but when translated said, quote, a certain celebrity before plastic surgery. Now, commenters on this image mentioned seeing the image before, suggesting that it was not the first instance of the photo, is likely shared around similar websites using jump scare imagery, etc. Basically, oh yeah, remember those like where yeah, you're like little, playing like, little games, games or just like take the dot and your mouse, yeah, like, and get it to from the entrance to the exit. Right, don't touch and, the walls. Yeah, thing. and then it gets like the walls get tighter and tighter, so you're like really focusing in, yep. and then it scares you. Oh yeah. And it's it's all the sound too. When you look at it, it's it's kind of like a haunted house sort of jump scare. Someone yeah. in a costume, but oh. it's the sound that really jumps. Ooh. Oh, now I just want to make like content where you're looking at something visually and then you have that big jump scare sound, but the actual image that flashes is like a chipmunk in a field <laughs> or something like just that. Just a little right? corgi with the trousers a, on. Yeah. Just like really <laughs> wonderful images, but just to get see someone get scared because of the noise. Like the and then, yeah, then the <laughs> oh my god. Awesome. <laughs> oh man, yeah. That this is taking me back to the early internet. Uh just thinking yep. about jump scare games and thinking about yep. OG creepypasta. Now, okay. Coming back to it. The earlier version of this image was shared on many other Japanese social media websites and forums such as pya.cc or pya.cc. And they were shared on September 9th with the title White Powder by a user named Mr. Mulholland. The less edited version of the image has since been nicknamed White Powder to kind of delineate between the two. Now on November 16th, a few months later of 2005, the Jeff the Killer image we know today was uploaded to that very same website, pya.cc, by user Mr. Omega Bolt. In the description, they ask, quote, which one are you more afraid of? And then it links to Mr. Mulholland's upload. Both versions were shared around on Japanese image boards, though it seems primarily to be the white powder version until 2007, when I think there was an adjustment here. In August of 2007, a YouTube video by the user DarkYNight entitled NN and then a bunch of kanjis or NN special broadcast featured the image at 4 minutes and 11 seconds. We have a link to that. I haven't seen it myself, and so I do want to give a fair warning in case we post it on our social to, you know, just be mindful of the links you click on and the, and the content overall, could be scary yep. or disturbing. Overall disclaimer for every yep. thing Red Web. Absolutely. Now, this video, it's similar to a late night broadcast of missing people or emergency broadcasts, if you're familiar with any of those. And it shows a list of names as well as their ages. And it's probably to try to give you some real ambiance around this creepy okay, photo. Yeah. Ham it up. Mm-hmm. And it says in Japanese, quote, these are tomorrow's victims. So now they're really laying some creepy groundwork. Ooh, that's I don't know. Like that to me pushes it a little bit. That feels like a, a threat that yeah. police need to investigate. Right. You know, like just that's kind of scary. Just in case. Because now you're taking a story, you're hamming it up, mm -hmm. but then also now you're gonna start. I mean, like police shouldn't be involved. They should investigate. That's just, just a red case. flag. Yeah. Yeah. So followed following those names and, and that kind of creepy phrase there comes this image, a flash of Jeff the killer. Near the end of the video, once again, there are some kanji and translating that, it says good night in English. 
This video is based on a Japanese urban legend about a late night broadcast that shared the names of those who died the next day. So again, we're kind of hearing or finding threads, plucking some of those threads of Japanese urban legends and bringing them over to the Western world here in America, for example, and spreading it online. And so to an American culture, it might feel very brand new and very fresh and could be why it sparked so much sudden intrigue across the internet and spread so fast. I was about to say, like if it was something that was like a popular kind of spooky trend mm -hmm. in a different country. Oh yeah. I mean, like right. what are the, I mean, nowadays, you know, a lot of things we, you know, we consume through the internet and just overall allows us to reach into the world as a whole. Mm -hmm. There's still so much information. Oh yeah. So I think like, what was that back in 2005? Like, so oh, yeah. Oh th yeah. This is when digital borders are first coming down or cultural borders are first oh, melding oh, away, yeah, right? For sure. So like you take something like that from a different mm -hmm. country, like you're going to spark some. I mean, some interest. 100%. And we are the movie podcast about mysteries. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention The Grudge, right? Yeah. A traditional Japanese horror story told through film and then brought to the Americas where it went gangbusters. I mean, I don't know how many of those that they ended up being. I think three or four. Yeah, it's huge. But that's another example of stories that just stuck with one culture translating over yep. and, and working quite well with a different populace. Yeah, it's a huge horror movie. It was, it was Ju On, right? That's the original. J-U-O-N. Because I, I saw that one a no, long I believe, time ago. I believe so. Yes. yes yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Great film. If you love The Grudge, you should absolutely go see the original one. But moving on now, jumping a few years, in fact, August 10th of 2008, there's a user by the name of Killer Jeff, who uploaded the image to Newgrounds accompanied by text reading the following, quote, the story of old Jeffy, dot, dot, dot. Have you met him before? He's like a Bloody Mary game, except you must perform it in a closet. Turn off the lights and sit down cross-legged. Repeat this saying three times while turning your head back and forth. He's in here with me. After the saying, close your eyes and call out the name Jeff. He'll appear by putting his face right up to you and proceed to yell and try to chant harm at you. To make him stop is to stand there and compliment. Not doing so will result in a nightmarish trip. You do the rest from there, worms. Dang, now that they're insulting us? They end, the, they end it with a nice little insult of worms. I, I do enjoy how it's kind of like, I mean, the thing is, if he just pops up like right in front of your face and, and so it's terrifying. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I had, a, I had a dumb visual in my head of just like Chani's name, the dark room, face pops up, mm -hmm. and just pull the gat out. <laughs> you know, You're just already it. ready. You got your little yep. Nerf gun ready. Like, Surprise. I was expecting gotcha. you. <laughs> so I just, that, that's how my mind works. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ended. Ended that, that creepypasta right yeah, then and boom. there. We got to get you in the grudge movie because you would have been like, all right, I'm going to go to that house. I'm going to pull out the gas. I'm going to be ready for that backwards crawling down the stairs. Boom. And hey, every bullet would have went through. This house is clear. Yeah. I'm cleansing. What are you doing? I'm cleansing. These are holy bullets. I doused them in holy water. Oh, man. All right. The same year in October, Killer Jeff, under the username Cesur, on YouTube uploaded a video slideshow with lore on Jeff. Following Cecil's story and lore, 
countless versions of the story of Jeff the Killer arose. Oh, wow, everyone's like running with it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, and I yeah. think to me, that's what helps soften the the dark backstory of this right. People are, uh, urban legend yeah. is that it, it has molded and evolved. And so you go, okay, okay, cool. Let me shake off the heebie-jeebies here. Yep. It's not strictly real. It isn't yeah. strictly based on something. That's what gives me the ability to dive deep on something like this. Yeah, I just... <laughs> But you know, like as as like these are the cream of the crop, right? Mm-hmm. Like the top picked add-ons to this creepy pasta. Yeah, you gotta know. There's like hundreds of like, and then he grew wings and took flight, and right. everyone's like, no, 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 scratch that. No, We're not adding that. We're not. Adding- Steve, get out of <laughs> here. Stop get out of the writers' room. Every idea you have is trash. <laughs> get out of here. It's like that scene in the office. I'm cutting Phyllis's head off with a chainsaw. Yeah. Everyone's like, you. There's got to be. I mean, it's the internet, right? Yeah. So there's got to be a ton of people that mm-hmm. just try and like, I'm gonna join it, which is great. Awesome. Absolutely. Try and join in. But I'm sure there are just ideas that are just like, yeah, that doesn't work. Why does he have a random third leg now? Another like, point in the psychic column because what? like it it really, you're right. You're 100% right. Jokes aside, though, it's because of these videos, I think, that it really started to fly off the handles. This is when people started to say, oh, this is a backstory that could be adjusted and molded to fit a new yeah. form. And so at this point, countless creepypastas, lore, backstories, different versions of Jeff the Killer, as well as endless memes started flooding the internet. Yeah. Oh. So, I mean, you jest, but also, yeah. Yeah, I got put into that big old internet uh, machine Mm -hmm. and grounded it up. Well, hello there, Task Force. Trevor, as always, talking directly to your eardrums. Now, the year 2022 is coming to an end. And as we approach the end of the year, I want to thank you all for supporting us and making this show ever more exciting to be a part of. All of you who have given back to this show so much, those of you who have given their free time as well, not only as listeners, but people that review us, those five stars on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere. Thank you. And and if you've just shared us with a friend or a family member, somebody who also loves mysteries and cryptids and true crime and all that good stuff in between, aliens dropping you off on the roof of a Wendy's and then just leaving your slacks down the road. Anyway, thank you. Now, we have a lot of other business to attend to. Numero uno, Squonk coming January 3rd. I'm very excited. We also got way ahead of time. I mean, we we scheduled in advance for February. We have uh, a Cupid baby hands shirt situation happening. That's going to be coming out uh, January 13th. Like I said, we get ahead of the game. But if you're in the here and now, and you're excited, and you're looking for something, Trevor, what can I get? I want a hoodie. I want a plate with a bowl upturned on top of that plate with another bowl underneath that so I can call that a UFO. I want those things. Well, we don't have dishware, but we do have other things at store.roosterteeth.com, and if you want to get those in time for the holidays, December 14th is your cutoff date, but I'm sure we're rocking some sort of sale whenever you hop in there, so we'll be ready for you keep your eyes peeled. Otherwise, again, thank you. Thank you all for being part of the task force, for hanging in there, listening even to this part, this moment, if you're hearing my voice. Oh, hello. Thank you. Now, with that said, I do want to talk about some of today's fantastic sponsors. This episode of Red Web is sponsored by Audible. When it comes to audio entertainment, Audible is the perfect choice with stories told by the likes of Ethan Hawke, Kerry Washington, or even Kevin Hart. Audible is the home of storytelling. They've got epic adventures, chilling mysteries, and can't-miss comedies. Most comedies I can't miss personally, but, you know, 
Uh, you can't miss them here on Audible. Let your imagination soar with audiobooks and podcasts and originals all available on Audible. They've got an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, mysteries, thrillers, and much, much more. And now uh, you can even listen to podcasts like this very one, perhaps. So there you go. All your favorite juicy stuff in one good app. I really enjoy listening to audiobooks when I'm in the gym. I want to get my swole on while I get my listening on. It can be very motivating, but it also keeps my mind uh, distracted while I put my muscles through the heavy, heavy lift and put down. That's what I'm calling working out now. Let Audible help you discover new ways to laugh, be inspired, or be entertained. New members can try it for free for 30 days, so Task Force, listen here. Visit audible.com slash redweb or text redweb to 500 500 Again, that's audible.com slash redweb or text redweb to 500-500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. Audible.com slash redweb. This episode of Red Web is also sponsored by PayPal Honey. The easy way to save when you're shopping on your iPhone or computer is PayPal Honey. Holiday shopping can really drain your wallet, but thanks to Honey, manually searching for one of those coupon codes is a thing of the distant past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the single best one for you, Task Force, and your cart. Whatever you're looking for, they can find that juicy deal. I really do enjoy using Honey because if I'm shopping online for my shoes, or even it's usually what I'm doing is refreshing my closet, I can check out with Honey and I know that they will scour and do all that boring stuff so you don't have to worry about clicking on ads or spamware. You just click on the app, you click on run, and it tests a couple of codes, finds the best one for you, so you save the most. It's super easy. You can save even more when you ask Honey to keep track of price drops on your holiday shopping list. And if the price drops on anything that is on your list, you'll instantly get an alert to let you know. And if you don't already have Honey, you can be straight up missing out. Get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash redweb. Again, that's joinhoney.com slash redweb. This episode of Red Web is also sponsored by Aura Frames. The holidays are a great time for spreading joy and photos are a great way to share memories with the people we love. Why narrow those down to just a handful of printed photos when you can get Aura frames for everyone and put all the pictures that you want onto it. Plus, you'll have something unique and personal to give your friend or loved one. Our frames are fantastic digital frames, and they were even named the number one best digital picture frame by Wirecutter and The Strategist. Our frames let you keep all of your favorite faces in one beautiful place. You can just connect to your Wi-Fi, use the free Aura app, add unlimited pictures and videos, and you're ready to go. I have one of these in my kitchen where I put a bunch of my favorite photos of me and my significant other, but also we sneak in a bunch of our friend photos and family photos, so every time we look at it, it is another different memory one of our favorites because we get to pick whatever goes on it and it can get from your camera to your phone to your frame in like two seconds and I love that. It's so cool. Listeners can save on the perfect gift this holiday season and get up to $30 off Aura's best-selling frames. Just go to auraframes.com slash redweb. That's A-U-R-A frames.com slash redweb. These frames have been selling out every December, so get yours now before they're all gone. Terms and conditions apply. And with that said, let's dive right back into the mystery. So let's move on now to rumors and investigation, because in the last few years, interest in the origin of Jeff the Killer's image has actually grown. 
despite it being over a decade later now since the origin. So almost two decades. I'll, I'll stop you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's what's so great about this is that this is obviously urban legend mm -hmm. made up, etc. Regardless if you're on the fence of like, oh, maybe it originated someone's experiences or whatever. But it's so made up, but so interesting that I want to know the origin yeah. of all of it. Yeah. All of it. The picture, uh, the story. I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to know the origin of who made up this fake, like, entity. Right. And and maybe <laughs> why. Or what yeah. created the spark that, like, I think Such that's a great what, balance. Yeah. That's what interests me in history so much. And this is a weird version of history, but it still is history. I love sociology. I love the study of people. I love the study of groups of people. Mm -hmm. How how things impact what is called the zeitgeist. Like, what is in the air of any given moment of culture. Yeah, there's just something deeply fascinating about figuring that out. And yeah. I think that's what has really stoked the flames of this particular uh, creepypasta. I can see it. So it's unknown, of course, where the image first was posted. When you go back to the original version of the internet, talk about AOL dial-up, talk about early 2000s, things start to get lost very easily. We have the old internet archive. I think it's like archive.org or whatever, where you can take snapshots of all sorts of websites for the future. But if it didn't get snapshotted before it disappeared, it's gone. Yeah. So that's what makes this really sticky. Uh, like, how do you find it? In addition to that, too, the original image is up for debate. The one that we think is the original might also not be the original. We, we've seen the one with the less smile and the, the bigger eyes. And then we've seen the one with the big smile and the beady eyes. Like, was there a version before this that felt maybe more human? Right. Where, like, where did this evolution actually start? Yeah, does the quote unquote original one mm -hmm. is that based off of something right that is right or was it lost to time or yeah. did it not exist for how is the original not the original it's an exaggeration of the original mm -hmm. and then we have the original two exaggerations and that that are the ones that are seen today so 4chan is a website we've talked about many times especially when we talk about internet mysteries they're essentially akin to, I don't want to say it's the same thing as, but it's it's another internet forum, an image board where people can discuss things. It has a short-term memory because things roll off very quickly. It's kind of like Reddit to help convey it in layman's terms, but I will also urge extraordinary caution if you're going to try to explore that website. There are a lot of problematic things on there, and I'll leave it at that. So 4chan itself and the people on there have been searching for the origin of this creepypasta, this image, since at least 2016, I'm sure prior to that as well, but really picked up the steam there in 2016. There's also a subreddit called Original JTK Image, as well as a Discord server, now all trying to assist in figuring this out, doing a bulk of the research for figuring this out. That's interesting that this came out like probably like early internet days. And then from there, as we have more different social tools, it's it's just like stoking the flames. Yeah. You know, Discord's what? I don't know, within five years? It's not like a super original idea, but it's such a strong like platform to communicate and message and foster community. Are you talking about when Discord started? Yeah. I don't know when Discord was founded, but to your point, I mean... I mean, it hasn't blown this, up really. In, this it, came it, out on the like, internet when MySpace was a thing. When yeah. Friendster might have been a thing. I don't know, I'm yeah. guessing now, but... But I mean, like things like Discord are such a great place to foster community, communicate, Absolutely. easy like to use. And so like, it's like, okay, like 
let's get together and use mm-hmm. this platform now to further the investigation. 100%. Now, for years before this research began, it was rumored that the original image was from a girl who was bullied off of the platform 4chan. Many users edited the photo, but did the exact opposite of making her look prettier, resulting in the Jeff the Killer photo. Essentially, some online bullying was going down, is what some people theorize might have been the origin of the image that we know. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Discord 2015. So. Or 4chan 2005. Woo! Yeah. These Photoshop battles were pretty common in the era as a form of trolling, and if that gives you, like I said, any sort of taste for what that website can be like, yeah. that's just literally some of the lighter stuff. There you go. The girl who posted the photo left the board after seeing these tampered images, and this, again, was believed to be the origin of the image for many, many years until, until the woman in the photo was found years later on MySpace by the name of Katie Robinson. The image can be traced back to early 2005, where it was posted on a Christian parody site, truechristian.com, and before that, the real person's MySpace page. The woman's actual name is Heather, and she is still alive, and she claims that she has no involvement with the Jeff the Killer lore or the bullying story therein. So it is largely agreed that this was not the original image. But if their image was taken and posted on like a parody site, then I'm sure someone would just like, I'm just going to take this and mess around with it. Yeah, just because it's like she's not involved doesn't right. mean it can't be the, like it could be taken, literally right. copy pasted. But I mean, that's just kind of the feelings within the internet yeah. is, is kind of how. But it then went. also like it was posted on a different site. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Not like, it's not like someone ripped it. I don't know, I guess, like, found their, like, social and then pulled it. Like, this was posted on, like, a Christian parody site, you said? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a little more traction out there. A little, There's a little more visibility than the average person would normally get. Yeah, what it feels like is that she had a MySpace page, uploaded a photo, someone just used that photo on a parody website, mm-hmm. and then just by happenstance, someone looking to do something weird with a photo whether it be create a backstory or create something spooky, found her photo and then off it went is a possible angle. But again, the general consensus seems to be that because Heather wasn't involved and admitted that she had no involvement with Jeff the Killer, that, okay, maybe this wasn't the image. I feel like you could compare the backgrounds and get to the bottom of it, but maybe, maybe, I don't know. But moving on, on the subreddit that I mentioned earlier, there's a user named Dante Blade 666 and they suggested that the eyes from the uh, white powder version of the image look like they could have come from a Mr. Potato Head toy, right? The bulgy white eyes with the big iris. And that's where you got the cartoony description that you were talking about. Yeah. When the Jeff the Killer image was found on PYA.cc, the file metadata showed that the image was created in Photoshop 6.0 and the previous file name was actually pretty face. This is the version of Photoshop just for what it's worth that came out in 2000 and Photoshop 7 came out in 2002. So some believe that the image could actually predate far earlier than 2005, that it actually could be from the window between the year 2000 and 2002. That or someone's just rocking an old school version of Photoshop. Yeah, which is... Because when you bought something then, you bought it. Now it's a subscription and they update you. Right, and you get updated. I mean, back then you bought it and you're like, all right, I'm going to ride this for as long as I can. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to pay for another one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, very well could have been an older version. Lots of people rocked older versions back then. Nowadays, everything's like pushed updates. Right. 
So that's that part of this is debatable, but that's where the internet investigation has led. Okay. It's, I mean, it's like, found this MySpace they, photo is talking about Photoshop versions, which, man, I love that metadata has been a part of things since the beginning of the internet. You can see when it was tweaked. You can see when it was uploaded. All that stuff. That's your tangible stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's what I era. love. It's a yeah. little bit more like tracked too by the years, which is awesome. And I don't know. There's like, yeah, it's a creepy story, creepy picture. But to be honest, having weirdly enough, it's cool that a community came together and we're like, hey, we all have this shared interest mm -hmm. in this overly creepy story. Urban legend, not real, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so working together to find like, hey, what's the origin? You know? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. I can just imagine the Discord conversation. Yeah. People jumping in and be like... I feel like young me would have absolutely been yeah. a part of that. Like, ooh, this is interesting. Like, yeah. I, I love scary stories. Mm -hmm. I want to figure out who wrote this scary story. Yeah, kind and of everyone thing. working together mm -hmm. and you have the little Discord like text channels and then maybe someone has a breakthrough and they jump into a voice channel and they're like, guys, check this right, side. Right. It's like, okay. Right. It's, it's a scary story, but a story nonetheless. Mm -hmm. And so you end up kind of like feeling that you're on the hunt or a puzzle. It almost feels kind of cool yeah, in that yeah. sense. But it's like a, a darker puzzle. Yeah. So there's a few other things that kind of came out of the internet investigation that have been going on in these last few years. But another piece that's interesting is that the uh, white powder version of the image that we talked about earlier. The smaller mouth. Yeah. Actually had the name on the file was white powder part two, suggesting that there might actually be a part one somewhere out there again opening the door to the fact that maybe this is older than we actually can see maybe it does in fact predate 2005. i will say this and you know as as us all being like content creators in this room mm -hmm. we've had our fair share of like editing yeah using editing programs or you know software to edit images boy oh boy and a lot of you guys are going to recognize this every time you work on something it's like version one version two version three yep. version 3.5 final final that's it final five <laughs> final <laughs> six if you're like me final final <laughs> if you're like me your, your final paper is like final final v2 you know yep, like, exactly <laughs> exactly so i mean it i'm chalking it up to that where yeah. it was the second version of the right. thing that they were working on right and so they have the first version saved and they're like maybe i like these edits Maybe I don't. I'll save it as a V2. Right, right. And that one just happened <laughs> just to take off. First, you're like, all right, final and final two. Yeah. <laughs> What's interesting, too, about these these names and looking into the metadata is that uh, it these names led to actually finding earlier instances of these images online, which was the whole point. That was mm -hmm. what they were after, especially since a lot of people thought that given the early nature of it, that some of this stuff might be lost forever. The team searching for the original image we're also using common descriptions or ways people would have discussed the images in forums. So that way they could find other ways, other vectors for finding this, these discussions. Some of the keywords that they would use were things like white makeup or geisha makeup or otafuku mask or obake no kutaro, the usual image and pretty face. These were all common search terms to help broaden the net and really try to say like, if you saw this for the first time back in 2005, mm -hmm. what would be some things that you would say in discussing it? That's how they were going about it, which is very smart. Very, very smart. Absolutely. That's, this is a perfect example of why, why this podcast started was Internet Mysteries, essentially being the next frontier of the unsolved. And this is a perfect example of how I believe the Internet is the next tool. You know, you have fingerprinting, then you have DNA, and now you have internet searching 
where sites like Google and Yahoo and Bing, if you use that, crawl the internet and web it all together. And by using these search tools, you can really kind of find these niche corners of the website to help investigations. It really helps you change how you think. Like if you can search someone's discussions, you can't do that in real life. Or maybe you can, I don't know, with our phones these days, probably record right. everything, but like, I just find that so fascinating. And I think it's going to be a growing part of investigation moving forward, whether it be internet mysteries or traditional true crime. Oh, I completely agree. And it also allows you to have discussions with people and like, like create these groups that have different skill sets to come together. 100%. And just a, and just a chamber of enthusiasm. Yeah. So that's like, that's pretty awesome. Well, like going back to like all these advancements, like security cameras are getting pretty good. I wonder like at what point like 4K or even like 8K becomes standard. Mm -hmm. And so like, okay, what I'm getting at is I don't want it to be 20 whatever, right? Like 33 now. Oh my goodness. Um, are you, is I, that I, your I age? I don't want to, I don't want to be on my deathbed. All right. 50 years from now. And give it seeing 60. something, give it 60. be kind to yourself, and, give, and see on the news that there was a there's camera footage right. of someone mm -hmm. stealing something. I'm feeling it, and it's blurry as hell. <laughs> yep. We can't see, we can't identify the the color of the hat, yeah. or anything. Just stop it. We're talking to you, dash cam market. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, specifically. Like, damn it, put 4K, make it standard, 8K, whatever the hell yeah, you want yeah, to yeah. be, like. Uh, I don't want it to be like in you know footage that we cannot identify. No, no, no. I want to see into that person's soul. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's real big brother stuff. Yeah. Like, I want to see through them. Yeah. You know? I want to see exactly. What do you mean that camera didn't have x-rays on it? That's you what know? I'm talking about. <laughs> you got a thermal vision, x-ray vision. Oh, yeah. I, if I don't have definitive proof of you, unidentified flying objects or UAPs or what have you. I mean, that. Yeah, I right. need that. Take that and apply to everything point. else. I don't right. want to be on my deathbed with a blurry UFO photo. Don't do it. <laughs> I don't know don't. why it's got to be on your deathbed. <laughs> Just any time in the far future. Don't, because, you know, it's as far as I can get in my future. Okay, got that, it. That's got why. It. I'll resuscitate. I'll yeah. resuscitate. I'll bring it back. Um, no, I, I feel that. I mean, like, it's, it's amazing that when you look back on, like, our childhood being in the 90s, that's when digital is really starting to take over is that 80, 90s cusp. Yeah. And God, is it grainy. But digital's so strong now. Just whip out your phone and start filming something, and it looks gorgeous. Yep. I feel you. If if we're somewhere in our seniority, hobbling around on canes yes. and deathbeds, and, and we're I going, and we don't have like clear photos, I'm gonna flip. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna flip. Oh my goodness! New popular cryptid photo hitting the web. Yeah. Bigfoot finally found. Maybe question mark, and then it's blurry again. Right. I'm like, come on, bro. I like. I will roll over in your deathbed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Miracle today as uh, old man Fredo whips out of bed, but out of anger. You'd be like that. You'd be like the grandpa in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but because the golden ticket is a blurry Bigfoot photo. You're like, come on. You're like, I, I'm getting back out there. I'm getting back in the field. Right. I'm going to start tweaking these cameras yep. and building lenses. I do everything myself. <laughs> I just do it myself. All right. So before we move into the theories, the last thing I want to say is that there have been many, many images over time in this research that have been presented as possibilities as the original image for this. One such famous photo would actually be the meme overly attached girlfriend, if you are familiar with that one. Wait, yes. Where she's 
kind of leaning into the camera. She's making, she's doing a face where she's got her eyes really wide. She's making a big smile. And it harkens back to this Jeff the Killer image, certainly, but I don't think it's the origin giving the timeline, but that's one that's been proposed. And there have been countless grainy webcam videos over the years that people have also pointed to as the origin. So there's that. All right, let's dive into the theories that attempt to propose the origin of the Jeff the Killer images, starting on YouTube with a YouTuber named Cesseur. On October 3rd, 2008, this YouTuber uploaded a video called, quote, Jeff the Killer Original Story. This was long before the creepypasta originated for what it's worth, though I know we discussed the image being back in 2005. So Cicero created Jeff the Killer under the username Killer Jeff before the creepypasta began spreading across the internet. Basically, this is to say that the image that was uploaded to Newgrounds in August of 2008 as well as this October 2008 YouTube video were both this YouTuber, Cesur, and that this is what sparked the future creepypasta that kind of went wild in 2010, 2011, and beyond. Uh -oh. So that is what people are saying, like this YouTuber the is the one inspiration. Yeah, mm -hmm, that created the story behind the image oh. and kind of elevated that image. Now in Cesur's version of the story, Jeff was never confronted by the bullies with bleach, and in a separate lore video, Jeff carried acid into the bathroom to clean out his bathtub and slipped on a bar of soap, spilled the acid on his face, and that is how the whiteness, the bleachification of his face happened. Then he was taken to the hospital when the neighbors heard the cries for help. This also I, just raises in my mind, there are a few iterations of this story that I've heard on the internet. Mm -hmm. And so if you're familiar with this story and along the way you've heard of different discrepancies in the origin or the story or the lore, just know that that's probably what's going on there. But coming back to Cesura here, they claim that Jeff never murdered Lou or his parents, and his full name was actually Jeffrey C. Hodeck. So that there's actually perhaps a lesson, the bullies aren't in play, it was an accident that scarred them, they weren't attacking their own family, etc. And that seems like it's just it. That's the story. Mm -hmm. And someone take, took it and made it more sinister. Right. Now, when someone commented on the lore video asking where the image came from, Cicero responded saying this, quote, Did you rent that movie yet? That might give you some clues. They were actually referring to the movie Saw 5. This led some to believe that perhaps it was an edited photo of the character Jigsaw, the little guy on the tricycle. Yeah. I want to play a game. Yep. Yep. Perhaps in some kind of marketing campaign or some other origin, but that's what some people are believing. So Sir claimed the image is actually himself wearing a white latex mask. This is incredibly unlikely since the image has been posted on the internet years prior to this, but the story is Cesur's. Cesur himself is claiming that the image is also theirs, but the timing doesn't really line up, so... <sighs> I mean, it, at a quick glance, it just kind of seems like he wants to take more credit than what is actually his mm -hmm. right and at that point that makes you start to question okay how much of this are you exaggerating changing making out just because you want to have like your right. version be the right like the true version because people are giving you credit for it ah, i just wish it didn't yeah the, like the timeline doesn't add up for the image yeah and it also gets really hairy to even figure out because like when you search this guy's username as well as the image you find a lot of people quoting Cicero and giving them credit for their videos. Yeah. You also find a plethora of re-uploads of the original 
So it's hard to find the actual original if it even exists anymore. Yeah. Additionally, I can see that there could be some validity to the claims that, no, 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 they did the story, the image is separate. But I can see cynically why Cicero would want to claim both because then you would have rights to this thing. Yeah. And perhaps yeah. you can go further, making books, movies, whatever. Monetize out of it. Right, right. So to boil this one down before we move on to the next one, it's basically this. An image hit the internet. We don't know the origin of that one per this theory, but we do know that Cesur and Killer Jeff on Newgrounds were the same entity, i.e. they took that image, put a story on it, put it on Newgrounds. Mm -hmm. A few months later, they made a YouTube video version of that, and then a few years later, that story got pulled out, embellished, and went viral. That's basically this theory and answering the origin in that way. Still doesn't address the origin of the image, image unless you believe Cesur who claims they were the origin. Mm. Okay. We got some answers. Yeah. Or it appears to be answers. Yeah. A, a piece of the puzzle, certainly. Mm -hmm. Moving on to 4chan now, it is rumored that the image originated from a girl who was live streaming on the website Stick'em. Stick'em. I'm not sure. I remember hearing about that website years ago. No idea what that is. But I've never heard it said. The girl screen captured a moment from a stream and posted the image to the 4chan's B board. It's like slash B slash. It's their random discussion board. The caption was impersonating the streamer asking if she was pretty and if anyone could edit the photo to make her look better. Of course, being 4chan, someone went with that and went in the complete opposite direction, I'm sure. But the lines near the bottom of the image were common on webcam calling sites like Stickam, and that is what's worth mentioning here when you look Ooh. at the photo, especially the uncropped version. There's some indicators there I don't, I don't believe I have on my printed version, but there's some indicators in the original version of the image that say, oh, this definitely looks like it was a still from a webcam. And that lends some credence to this theory. Kind of like having on a CCTV, the, the white little corners in there mm -hmm. or the blipping recording dot, right? I mean, look, at the end of the day, it seems like we kind of have an origin for the, for the photo. It feels strong yeah, so far, yeah. It feels pretty strong. Now, some of these searchers on the internet suggest that if this is true and the thread was so popular, it would have been archived, that there would have been a lot more breadcrumbs leading back to this particular thread. And, and that is a common thing on well, such a temporary board. People like to archive that stuff. Well, the thing is, like, why? I mean, who's to say it wasn't just like a little funny thing and then it just kept getting pushed further down until it fell off? It's possible. Right? Like, it, it there's... It wasn't archived because it wasn't popular until much later. Until after it was gone? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is one of the odd parts of this. Um, it's odd that the image was so popular on Japanese sites rather than English-speaking ones until after the Jeff the Killer creepypasta years down the line. Many people also suggest that since the image was posted at least in 2005, most of the people who'd remember a thread like this wouldn't have been on 4chan anymore Though that is debatable, right? It yeah. kind of plays into what you were saying as well, which is perhaps it was on 4chan, but didn't get archived and the mm -hmm. people that were there just aren't talking about it now. It's, yeah, I don't know. That is a little flimsy and, and kind of based on what ifs, right? Others still say that another girl supposedly named Victoria took an image of herself with the flash on while making a funny face around 2004, 2005, and that was what turned into this photo via a what's called a Photoshop battle. Seeing how you can take an original image yep. and take it into totally different directions. 
And that kind of makes sense when you think about those early digital cameras. If you're really close to them and it flashes, you're going to get way overexposed. It's going to bleach your face. It's going to wipe out features so your mm -hmm. nose goes away suddenly. Like, I'm sure we all have some embarrassing MySpace photos in our history that oh, yeah. uh, definitely had flash when they shouldn't have. You, know? <laughs> you had flash. We're like, I don't know. I kind of like the angle. Can I have this smoldering look going on? I'm yeah. going to throw it up and uh, maybe shake up my top eight. <laughs> No, I'll, I'll be honest. There's yeah. probably some people listening that are going, what? I don't know about any of this stuff. And then other people still just went, whoa, time like, travel. Oh my God. Don't <laughs> it is real. Pull it off my brain. Uh, oh, yeah, like man. the other day I mentioned a Game Shark to, to um, a fellow streamer mm -hmm. and she said, what is that? Game Shark what? is the fancy kid stuff. I had action replay. Oh, no, Game Shark was where it was at. I know. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, the fancy kid yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you are just showing... Your money. I was a very privileged child. <laughs> your privilege, okay? With your cheats. <laughs> yeah, your privilege. You need to be easier, ma. Buy that. There's a device you you popped in and it gave you cheats. Yeah. But some people won't remember those days. No, no, no. <laughs> Back when you could Google uh, cheat codes on the website. Yeah. Find those out. You write them down on a notebook yep. so you can have them by your side. Yep. Yeah. Because you got to yeah. trigger them. Yeah. My parents were like, wow, this video, this video game stuff is turning out pretty swell. He's got notebooks down there. He's writing and stuff. That's great. It's like cheat code for free ammo and how to fly a tank through GTA. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next theory. And I think this one kind of has the most weight to it, perhaps. Of course, we know for a fact a lot about this creepypasta originated on Japanese forums and Japanese websites. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the origin being in Japan. Because many people believe that it is more likely, among the other theories, that the original image came from a Japanese image board such as 2chan. I guess there are many different Chan websites out there. I did not know that. Neither did I, <laughs> if I'm totally honest with you. So some believe that the first person to post Jeff the Killer on Pia, named Omega Bolt, created the Jeff the Killer version. Though no one has been able to contact this person or even perhaps figure out who that entity is. It may have come about from a Photoshop battle similar to what we discussed there in the 4chan anonymous theory there, but on 2chan and via another forum website instead. So basically a similar line of thought, but via right. a different website. Yeah. So in August of 2021, so quite recently actually, Mr. Malholland, who we talked about earlier, they uploaded the white powder part two image for the first time on Pia. They actually posted on Twitter under the username at Miyama, claiming that the photo originated from a video of a middle-aged woman coming up to the camera. Quote, to put it simply, in mid-2005, a cropped image of a video of a middle-aged Asian woman appeared in Japan. At that point, this face was white. I edited a little in Photoshop to post to http colon slash slash pia.cc. Basically, it's, a, it's as some of the theorized claims were, that it's a still from a video with Photoshop. And that's what this user, Mr. Malholland, is claiming they did way back in the day there. Hmm. Could be another person claiming. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm involved, so I'll claim. Yeah. Hmm. Like, it's a lot of people are like, oh, well, this is where I found it. Yeah. And who, I would, you know, I was really going to be able to challenge video. that. Right. Because you can just say, yeah, or it was just a, a woman something. and I edited it. Yeah. But it would really help if you had that video. Right. If you could just pull up a um, clip or yeah, even the name of anything. it. 
So there was another user who responded to the tweet asking what the contents of the said video were. Bam! You and me and this user are all on the same page. Mm -hmm. Let's talk mm -hmm. about the video then. If it's real, you got the deets. The only answer Mr. Mulholland gave was this, quote, the footage I saw was clipped, so it could be a documentary video, seen from a movie, and more, dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Fair. I mean, montages was a, on YouTube now, so. It was a vine. Six seconds. Could have been anything. I mean, it really could have. Mm-hmm. Now, at the end of the day, that's the big wrinkle here, but if this video exists, it would be extremely difficult to oh, find yeah. Oh, yeah. with such little context. I mean, there's essentially no context. Or is it convenient that it's that difficult to find? Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Some lies spilling out. He also said that it was used as a jump scare or screamer image on Japanese forums. And that's what we kind of talked about earlier. Okay, yeah. But Mr. Malholland, uh, their information further suggests that there might be a white powder part one that someone else, perhaps Omega Bolt, created the Jeff the Killer image with that in mind. Since the Jeff the Killer image has the file name Pretty Face, Pretty all lowercase, face all uppercase. It is theorized that it was a reference to the Japanese folklore and urban legend Kuchisaki Ona, or the slit-mouthed woman. Very briefly, in this story, the woman will ask victims if they think she is pretty. If they say yes, the woman reveals her appearance, which is pale skin, straight dark hair, and a scar across her mouth to create a smile before she asks again. Then, if they respond no, the woman will kill them on the spot. Mm. If a hesitant yes, she injures the victim in the same way as she is injured. Ooh. I feel like I've heard that. I feel like I, at one point many years ago, was actually scrolling. It was a scroll comic because that was the whole point. Once you get to the bottom, it moved. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. It's not exactly this story, but it's a, it's a young boy walking down the street. It's a Japanese horror comic. And maybe Korean. Maybe I Korean. For sure. I, again, this is way back in my memory, so it's a little hazy, but it could be Korean as well. Either way, it reminds me of this story. This kid approaches this woman on the street, and as you scroll down, it suddenly animates. What you thought was a long comic strip actually yeah. moves, and the face lurches at you. And I just remember like that being so unsettling. That's so cool, though, that it's animated. It was very well done. It was very well done. Yeah, and in that situation, I feel like I would just... I mean, you just say yes and hope for the best. Oh yeah, but you, can it, you can you sober up out of your fear and simply say yes again when yeah, she asks again? Yeah, I mean, I feel like my body language would be no, but mm -hmm. I feel like I could muster a solid yes. You look pretty. Mm -hmm. yep. Oh no, I hesitated there. What? No, I failed. I feel like there's no winning on this particular story. Yeah. It's part of the, the scare to it. So there are a couple different solutions to the story. Oh, please tell. Uh, one is to answer with a hard and firm yes. Yeah. And uh, it said, you know, in some variations, they'll she'll reward you with like hmm. a gem as a result. Another one is to say her appearance is average. And then another one is to distract her with money or candy. And then I've also heard that if you don't answer and just say oh i'm sorry i've got to go that can also work there are a bunch of different like variations depending on like the yeah. exact story but it's super interesting i'm such a rule stickler not stickler <laughs> i'm such a rule follower i feel like it's a yes or no just based on the question i'm not i'm not looking for any ways to macgyver my way out i'm just like <laughs> i'm in this moment i'm got i got a yes or no question 
what do I do? Yeah, I'm not changing it up. I'm, it's definitely like yes or no. Bless me. you if you've got the solutions in your mind as that's <laughs> happening, as you're being confronted in this or just particular the guts story. To be like average. Like what? Right. I feel like I dedicate either an answer one way or another, not just straight down the middle. Whew. Yes, but not for me. <laughs> Interesting. Well, commenters on Japanese forums have called the image that we're talking about, Jeff the Killer, a live-action Obake no Kyutaro. This is a manga series with a ghost-like character whose mouth and eyes strongly resemble the image. If you look for it, you can see what I'm talking about. Here's the cutie little ghost, not as cute as baby hands, who will be restocked at store.roostdeep.com in the months to come. We'll let you know. But it is a cute ghost nonetheless. It's very, it looks more like a duck. It's kind of ducky. Yeah. This ain't no, ain't no baby hands. It's a duck. <laughs> uh, a duck with a lunch pail. It is a, it is a ghost with a lunch pail. Ultimately, though, some further still say that this theory is nigh equivalent to the 4chan theory. That every piece of it is essentially the same, except for it taking place over on country. Japanese websites. Yeah. Yes, whether it be the Photoshop battle or the origin, etc. Just In Marvel, different location. Uh, honestly, the most believable because that's where the story originated from. No, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, that's it seems right. like I mean, it has, at least where it seems. Right, it seems to have the most connective tissue um, to folklore, to urban legend. Yeah. And to some of the earliest iterations of the photo, having kanji in the title, uh, Japanese characters. So, I yeah. mean, it's very believable, more believable that it originated there, got popular there mm -hmm. enough for someone here in the U.S. and States to grab it, take it, you know, bring it over to, uh, to English culture or whatnot. And so, yeah, I mean, like, if, it's, if it was there it most likely popped there yeah yeah that that seems to make sense to me either way a fascinating exploration into the origin of what creates a meme what starts a viral trend of any kind whether it be a scary story or just a funny image it's always fascinating to yeah. dive down that rabbit hole it's weird that something that is like urban legend it's so intriguing. Yeah. I want to know so much more about it. And then we we did actually get a good amount too yeah. as well. I feel like we actually would have nailed the origin if this was maybe like five years later. Definitely. Yeah. I feel the same way. Yeah. But this is one of those moments where I, I, I personally feel like there is a beautiful combination of traditional folklore and modern media where we once again see something, whatever, whether it be the story, the origin, the, the impetus behind this, like transcend between traditional media and new media, sparking a whole new life and becoming mm -hmm. an internet mystery of its own caliber. I, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, and things can lay dormant on the internet and then eventually pop too, yeah. which is very fascinating. Yeah, but that has been the story and the theoretical origins of the quintessential creepypasta that is Jeff the Killer Task Force. If you want us to cover any other popular creepypasta out there, never hesitate to let us know what we should look into at redwebpod on social or hit us up we got the emails redweb at roosterteeth.com mm -hmm. we'd love to check them out even if they're small even if they're shorter we do have tiktok and we have yeah, youtube shorts or excuse me youtube stories mm -hmm. i guess yeah where we'll, we can we'll find uh, a way to plug it in yeah there could even be an episode that has a bunch of oh ones, yes you know oh yeah absolutely. we'll make it work i mean look this is i mean i'm sure i've heard creepypastas and i'm i'm sure i've watched like 
Slenderman is a is a creepy pop. Oh, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, okay. Then there you go. Probably but the it's goat, cool right? the original. Like, yeah, if you will, but yeah, the games of it and everything very very popular. Well, maybe not I original, mean, but big. Sorry, anyway. but I mean like anyway, like oh, interesting to see if anyone claims that IP because like there's games and movies and stuff of it. Yeah, yeah, there are. That's yeah. interesting. I think that one does have an owner. Yeah, and then, then like where know. the rights go to and mm-hmm. everything. Like, oof, you can't. Hey, be careful when you're putting out free content out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. All right. Well, with that said, Fredo, I'll see you right back here next Monday for another mystery. But this time, it's a holiday theme. We got Krampus, Krampus? coming. Yeah, Krampus. Krampus time is coming. <laughs> Krampus is going to eat my cookies and gum me like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Anyways, baby hands back in stock soon. Hey, grab a baby ghost with baby hands. Not a ghost duck. Come on. Come on, man. That's a duck. It's a knockoff that predates us. Oh, <laughs> duck. <laughs>